Where we last left off locked on MLB, the lockout was over and baseball was getting down to business. Well, there was a lot of business being done, including a trade that just happened minutes ago. We're bringing in Ethan Smith of Locked On Pirates to help us talk about it. This is Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, 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 as you see from my lower third, you can call me Sully. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And thanks so much for making us your first listen as we're available on all your free podcasting catchers. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnMLBPods. Same handle for Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Well, look, at it is late Sunday night here in California. And a lot of stuff was happening at once. And you know what? I This is too big a show to just be yapping by myself. The last time I did a show was with H-Town Wheelhouse, where we both talked about how wonderful it was that baseball is back. But now comes the reality, and now comes the flurry of moves. Hey, let's bring on board Ethan Smith of Lockdown Pirates to join the show. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. I mean, it's fun to see uh, everybody else in Major League Baseball do things except my team right now. That's so. Uh, that's what I'm here for. I'm always here to talk about other things. By the way, uh, Ethan Smith joined the Lockdown Podcast Network in 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Late 2020, was it? Yeah, it was uh, uh, right before the expanded playoffs started. Right, which the Pirates did not participate in. And uh, I think you've done a terrific job with the show. So if you've not listened to Lockdown Pirates, uh, it's a great show. There's a lot of humor in it. There's some of it's gallows humor. But uh, and as you well know, I'm I the Pirates have a very very soft spot in my heart, especially because the first World Series I ever watched was '79, yeah. uh, and I'm doing so much research on my '72 postseason book, which includes reading lots of materials about the glory days of the Pirates, and uh, may there be some more glory days ahead. But hey, every team except the Pirates seem to be making moves, so maybe you are the ideal sort of. Uh, <laughs> What's the little word I'm looking for? Neutral party that it takes to uh, to be part of this. Uh, let's talk about the big move that just happened uh, maybe 15 minutes ago. Yeah. That the Yankees and the Twins pulled off a blockbuster deal. Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who had just been acquired by Minnesota from the Texas Rangers, was sent along with Josh Donaldson and Josh Donaldson's $50 million contract. And um, Ben Rortvert, I think it's Rortvet. Uh, I'm going to go to baseballreference.com, single words website, the history of planet Earth. And there they have the pronunciations. It's Rortvet. Rortvet. And who knows? He may become the next great Yankee star. He played 39 games 
23-year-old catcher for the Minnesota Twins. He's off to the Bronx. And the Yankees are sending Gary Sanchez. Remember Gary Sanchez? He was going to be the next great, huge superstar. He got MVP votes in 2017. He was runner-up of the rookie year in 2016. Was going to be the great face of the franchise. Made two all-star teams, thank you very much. He's now a Minnesota twin. And for me, really surprisingly, Gio Urshela was acquired. And he's off there. And Josh Johnson and Connor Falefa have gone. What are your thoughts about that, Ethan Smith? Um, honestly, I was just surprised to see that they're taking on his entire contract. Uh, as soon as I found that out, I was like, wow, they're, I, I understand it's the Yankees and they can take on that $50 million, but now you're talking about an infield that, I mean, you're going to have right now, Gleber Torres, Kiner Falefa, Donaldson, and DJ LeMahieu. Do you really want DJ LeMahieu starting at first base every single day? That's a well, big question I know, for Yankees fans. Well, if we were going to ask a question like this for a Yankee fan, I've got a Yankee fan who is joining us, crashing the podcast. Oh, here we go. Hi, From hi, Lockdown Stace. Yankees, welcome oh, Stacy Gotsoulias. From the Raptors. So, uh, Stacy, you are not a neutral party in this like Ethan and I. Um, the This is finally the Yankees got the move they've wanted where they finally got the shortstop with all these great shortstops available. Corey Seager, uh, Marcus Simeon, Trevor Story, Javier Baez, Carlos Correa, and they picked the suitcase that has Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who leads the league in names. So I think that he's, uh, he's there. And Josh Donaldson. They got the late Josh Donaldson and his $50 million contract. Um, I, I, I'm sure you're elated. I just had to record my Locked On Now, and I tried my hardest not to be a jackass, but I couldn't help it, and I had to be a jackass about it, because I'm, I can't curse. I'm livid. I'm abs, I'm livid. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's happening right now. Everything I see that keeps coming out is getting worse. Now we're paying $50 million for the corpse of Josh Donaldson. What on earth? Are they doing? Josh. And what's even funnier about this, I'm in a slack with a bunch of friends who are Yankee fans. Mm. And we saw Falefa go to the Twins and we're like, oh my God, thank God he went to the Twins so the Yankees won't get him. So that was our fault. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Do you, do you know what this kind of reminds me? I, I'm going to throw this to the to uh, a horrible move the Red Sox made. But there was one year, there was all these rumors that the Red Sox were going to sign Pablo Sandoval. Now, uh, I had just been rooting for the Giants in that World Series with my dad. And Sandoval was beloved by Giants fans, but he's one of those players. He meant more to the Giants than any other franchise. And if you had only watched him in the postseason, you would be under the impression that he was a great player. Mm. He wasn't. He was a good player who rose to the occasion, especially in 2012 and 2014. And when the Red Sox were talking about signing him, I was I'm an atheist, and I was going to church every day lighting candles, doing anything I can to prevent the Red Sox from signing Sandoval. And when they signed Hanley Ramirez, I thought, oh, great. They're okay, fine. I, Hanley Ramirez, I have no problem with, but that means they're not going to sign Sandoval. And in three, two, one, they signed Sandoval. And one year he was with the Red Sox, he broke more belts because of his stomach than he acquired hits during the season. And 
I was hearing you say that made me reminded me of that. Okay, we don't have to worry about Kiner Falefa being the shortstop. That's off the table, and now they can sign Carlos Correa or Trevor Story. Either one of them. Just yeah. do something. Like I'm, I'm sick and tired of Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman pushing this narrative of we want to win. No, you don't. Because if you wanted to win, you would sign the people that would help you win, and you're not doing that. What is, I just, I can't, I cannot. My show is going to be just, it's just going to be this for a half hour. I'm of course, like, Ethan is talking like, yeah, I'm a pirate fan. Talk to me about not wanting to, not having an organization that wants to win. But I, pardon me, my cat is walking in the, the uh, shot Special here. guest. I have a special guest. Her name is Sweet Pea. She's just as upset as I am. No, I know. No. It, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I understand that other teams are going to be like, what are you complaining about? But I can complain about this because they keep saying the same BS over and over again. And it's just not happening. I mean, at least your, your owner's not saying, oh yeah, we're definitely trying to win. They're just constantly not, not doing anything to make the team better. Not that that's, you know what I mean, but it's just, oh God, I can't. Oh, I mean, you hit it right on the head. And by the way, with you guys paying the Donaldson 50 million uh, contract, one of the big things in the CBA, a lot of people don't realize yeah, there was some good things that came out of the CBA, right, Sully and Stace? Yeah, there was. There were some decent things that came out of it. Josh Donaldson's going to be making $50 million. The Pirates' payroll right now is around 29 to 32. That's still a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's still a major problem. But there's yeah. a lot more other problems going on around the world of Major League Baseball other than the Pirates' payroll at the moment. Uh, Stacey, I need to ask you this. Um, I was really stunned that Urshela was put in the deal. Because I didn't see I, that at first. <laughs> now, Sanchez, who at one point would look like they were getting ready to make his monument, retire his number. I mean, the question was, was he going to be better than Barra uh, as a Yankee catcher? And then now he was he was sent off to the Twins. Uh, that doesn't stun me. I, mean, right. I think everyone kind of thought that um, – that Sanchez was going to be included in any deal. Urshela really surprises me because he's a versatile player. Granted, he's not a great shortstop. He was a stopgap. Uh, I think he he didn't he's have better a, at third. Yes, he's a much better third. And the thing that I thought, and you and I have talked about this, why acquiring one of the you know I rattle. I thought Corey Seager was going to the Yankees. I would have put money on that. I thought he was perfect swing for Yankee Stadium. World Series pedigree, all I thought it was like it was, it was tailor made for the Yankees. That that's if I had put money down, if I'd gone to bet online, uh, who by the way is sponsored this episode, I would have put money that uh, Seager seemed like a, a no brainer for the Yankees. But when he left, and then you know Baez and everything, uh, you still had Correa, you still had Story, and I kept thinking of the Yankees infield that you would have Urshela, you would have Lemayhew. I don't see why they don't bring back Rizzo, but some first baseman of some sort right. with a corner with a solid everyday shortstop, whether it's Correa or Story, either one would do the job, right? And would give the Yankees a tremendous amount of depth in that infield, yeah, and versatility, right? You don't get that with Josh Donaldson, uh, no, no. Also, you have the whole after everything that happened between him and Garrett Cole thing last year. That should be fun when uh, Donaldson has to go to Tampa to 
check in as a Yankee and, you know, shave his face and cut his hair and all that stuff. I'm happy about that because that's going to be funny. But um, I, I just I, I haven't had enough time to really digest this. So I, I, I don't understand what they're doing. I really don't. Well, I do, but I don't. <laughs> well, it's uh, it was a shocking move because I just thought I I. You know, of all my joke, and and, and Stacy was on the show recently, and we we were kind of making fun of the whole Yankee situation. I really thought uh, eventually Story or Correa was going to go to the Yankees, and, and especially when we're starting to hear things like, uh, like like there was a thing saying, well, if Correa signs a long term deal, his previous agents will get a chunk of that, but if he signs a short deal and then goes to free agency next year, then Boris will get a huge windfall. Mm. And I heard that, and I thought, well, well then he's going to the Yankees. Because right. he'll sign a one-year deal with the Yankees, and they have what's-his-doodle on the farm. What the, who's the big Volpe. prospect? Yeah, Just, so, well, just on Dominguez, too, but... He's but, Volpe, but Volpe is the yeah. big one that everyone's yeah, is, is that all of the John the Baptists are yelling, prepare the way for Volpe. <laughs> uh, I thought, well, then that's just, then that's ideal. Correa comes in for one year, plays his heart out, you know, Yankee fans will find it in their heart to root for him. As soon as and, he plays, if he, if, if the Yankees had signed him and he hits a home run on opening day against the Red Sox, they're not going to care about anything he did with Houston after nope. that, because that's didn't how Yan- Yankee fans are. <laughs> didn't Yankee fans hate Johnny Damon? When he was with the long, he was with the long hair, the beard, and those two home runs off of uh, Javier Vasquez of the year I'm not supposed to mention, and then he joins the Yankees. Every and- time, every effing time I'm on this show, you bring that up. I swear but to God, I, I'm flying but- out to I'm flying out to California, and I don't even drive. I'm gonna steal a car, find out where you live, and I'm gonna smack you. Um, there you go, and that smack will be brought to you. By Built Bar, and Built Bar will give Stacy the energy to give me that smack across the face for always bringing up the 2004 World Series. You know, it's that time of the year where ALCS. a lot of us, a lot of us, have New Year's resolutions. My resolution was to not mention that in front of Stacy. I've clearly broken that, but there are other resolutions we can have, like being healthy and eating your Built Bars. Do you have a Built Bar up there? What do you got? Oh, what flavor? That's the <gasps> ruby chocolate one. That they Ooh, sent us around Valentine's That's a built puff. My yeah. God, what is a built puff? I don't. I am unfamiliar with what a built puff is. It's a protein infused marshmallow, so perfect for the upcoming warm weather that we were supposed to have. Mm. I hear they're fluffy and they're marshmallowy, and but you know what? There's no way that those are covered in 100% real chocolate. They just couldn't do that. They did. Or am I, they did. Yeah, they did. What kind of flavors do they have? Any any thoughts on the flavors? Uh, I mean, peanut butter brownie, cookies mm. and cream. Uh, mm. I believe yours is, uh, what is your favorite again, Sully? I always forget it. Mine is a raspberry, but I think, uh, Stacy, you've got a, uh, a, what's yours again? Oh, mint brownie. Oh, your mint is. brownie. That's right. Yeah. They're so good. They're all so mm-hmm. good. And the puffs have the cinnamon churro we won, and they're, they're, so, they're so good. And you know what? I learned recently that candy bars are not good for you. <laughs> That they're not healthy. That was part of my problem. Why am I not losing weight on pounding candy bars? Like every day was Halloween. But if you go to the macros charts, and please do, you're going to be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, and low carb built bars you'll find at built.com. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, 17 grams of 
protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is worse. You've got all those great flavors. And Built Bars, you know what they are? They're about the taste. Okay? What they say, we're going to make it taste good first. Then we'll figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it. I don't care. It's that good. Do you where you all should go? You should go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And let me just say one thing quickly. Thanks so much for making Lockdown MLB your first listen every day. Make sure your second and third listens are Locked on Yankees and Locked on Pirates in any order. And then work on down to Locked on Prospects. Host Lindsay Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. And he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we are here in this crazy scrum of a podcast, which we're doing late at night here. I'm in the luxurious Locked On MLB studios in Pasadena, California. The exact address I am not giving to Stacy because I'm fearful for my life. But um, we're here discussing the bizarre trade. Um, and then just going over a couple other moves that have gone around. Um, former twin, uh, Nelson Cruz, looks like he's signing with the Washington Nationals. Oh. On a pretty hefty deal, by the way. To 15... Fifteen million guaranteed. Yeah, so obviously the Nationals are taking their need to have a designated hitter in 2022 very seriously because they have Mister Designated Hitter, the man who has replaced Edgar Martinez and Harold Baines as the guy who is he's just a DH. Don't even bother bringing a glove. Um, How many guys do you think are pissed now? Guys who were relegated to dh because they were older but then couldn't play any longer than that because there wasn't a dh in the national league and there wasn't as many options for them to go to different teams and they're probably thinking now damn if there was a universal dh maybe 10 years ago i could have signed with this team or done this or played this much longer yeah well this is uh well we're we're gonna see it's gonna extend a bunch of careers i think for i mean you know, you're going to see it. Like Mike Napoli is probably going to dust off his uniform. I think he retired a couple of years ago, but he must be like, "Come on, Pirates, give me, give me a shot." I'm game, honestly. By the way, Sully, before you continue, I uh, already tweeted that this tweet was so unintentionally funny. But the Yankees welcomed everybody to the Bronx, and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa said, "Always wanted to be like number two. Let's go, Yankees." Oh boy, great yep. start for him. Great start for them. That's that's a great way to uh, compare yourself already when you're walking into New York. He's gonna well, no, be he's not comparing. One. He just, you know, he's saying that he, he wants to be like him. Yeah. He admired Jeter's. Yeah. Well, he, gonna, well you know, number Yankee two, fans are going to eat that up. Please, we're gonna, but we're assuming he means Jeter. He could mean former utility player Wayne Tollison, who also wore number two. That's true. We don't know for sure. That is true. Could be. Wayne he could Hall. be meaning Polaire, who wore number two his time. We don't know. So let's just let's just. Pump the press there a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a couple other. Uh, meanwhile, Carlos Correa is still updating his uh, LinkedIn page. Uh, undoubtedly, he's going to. Undoubtedly, he's going to sign a one-year deal. And I'm starting to think. Now, I'm not. I'm just saying this, Ethan. Just, just hang on for a second. I'm starting to think a team like the Pirates, like the Orioles. Like the Mariners, teams who haven't been in the postseason recently, like Miami, who, who may be thinking, hey, we could have him for one year. 
And that could be the sort of thing to, I don't know, boost sales. Stacy and I were talking just when she was on last week that I think the Marlins should just go supermarket sweep every okay player to make sure that there's a serviceable major leaguer at every position because they have a pitching staff that could really contend in a 12-team playoff format. I did playoffs. Playoffs? So, look at I wouldn't be surprised if the Pirates, with that low payroll, okay, maybe not Correa, but maybe a surprise team to make a splash if for no other reason to try to boost sales and pretend that they're going to try to do something. And then maybe flip them for prospects in, you know, in July. I mean, am I, am I just talking, am I just trying to make you feel better about yourself? I mean, I, I, if Carlos Correa signs to the Pittsburgh Pirates after you saying this, Sully, you're coming on my podcast immediately when it happens. Um, but okay. I just with Bob Nutting being the owner, and I rarely say it on my own podcast because I hate talking about him, but I would just never see it happening in a million years. I just okay. now now could I see now would it be fun to watch Correa and O'Neill Cruz play two or three months of baseball together? Yeah, be it'd be great. A six foot seven shortstop and then a seven WAR player probably playing second at that point. I'm game. Yeah, but I agree with you 100. percent I don't get and I listened to that episode and I agreed with everything. When you have that good of a pitching staff down there in Miami, I mean I'd be picking at everybody. I'd be like, oh, this guy wants 10 million. Boom, go here. This guy wants 15 million. Boom, go here. Like that's what I would be doing the whole time. And I think that's a big reason why Jeter left is because I think that's what he wanted to do. And for some reason they're not doing it. And I feel bad, especially for Peter Pratt, because you see him. He's talking about the Pirates trading Brian Reynolds there. Said, not in a million years, pal. Not happening. Brian Reynolds is staying here until we trade him when we run out of options. Uh, another favorite of Stacy in a previous season got moved to the Twins, and that was Sonny Gray. Yes. Sonny Gray is – and that it's, it's his – I mean, it's a really weird series of moves for Minnesota yeah. that they they traded away the shortstop that they had just acquired. They shed the contract of Donaldson. They added Urshela, who I think will be a useful piece on the team. Who knows what will happen with Gary Sanchez with maybe a change will do him good, as Elton John sang. And uh-huh. now you bring in Sonny Gray, who, I mean, he... Uh, on his best years, he's a pretty he's a pretty good All Star caliber pitcher, uh, and who knows? I mean, he he may be a valuable pitcher for the Twins playing in a winnable American League Central. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to have seen Gray come back because it's not the same pitching coach. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I don't think Matt Blake would try and make him change his pitching repertoire and make him throw pitches he's not comfortable pitching, which is what Rothschild tried to do to him and which is why he didn't do well with the Yankees. So anyway, but I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it was from, if it was Sherman, Heyman, or Nightingale, because everything was flying by in my timeline. But it looks like the Twins aren't keeping Gary Sanchez and they might be moving him for someone else. So... All right, well, buy your Gary Sanchez Twins jersey now. It will be valuable. It will be really good. You know, the Yankees need a catcher, so maybe they'll get him back. (laughs) 
Um, by the way, uh, your former friend Josh Harrison, Ethan Smith, is off to the White Sox. The White Sox are making a flurry of moves. They signed uh, Joe Kelly, uh, former re- beloved cute and cuddly Red Sox and Dodger, uh, beloved in Houston. Uh, he's going to the White Sox to make their relief staff more colorful. Uh, they brought in Vince Velasquez. Uh, White Sox has also brought in right-hander uh, Vince Velasquez, uh, pitched for Philadelphia uh, last year, and a couple other couple other moves. Uh, you know, there's some uh, uh, Kershaw resigned with Los Angeles. Looks like Verlander is coming back to the uh, uh, to Houston. The Red Sox picked up Jake Diekman. I thought that was an interesting move. Uh, and Adam Adovino is uh, where, wait, where did Adovino go? He he went to the Mets, but they also the big Mets move was trading for Chris Bassett. What who, I who I think okay, uh, Stacy is uh, currently uh, doing Madonna Vogue or something there right now. Uh, for those of you just listening, uh, she just waved down a plane onto an aircraft carrier the minute I brought up Chris Bassett's deal to the uh, from Oakland to New York. He was straight to New York. I, I, Thoughts? Discuss? Show your work. Oh my God! I, I I can't I can't take it. The Mets are doing everything the Yankees should be doing. <laughs> Why? But yet, the but yet somehow, but yet somehow, Stacey, hot take: the Mets are still going to lose less game or win less games. Call I would love that with everything, every move that they made. No offense, but I would just because that would be funny. Um, I, I love Ryan, but no. I like, why couldn't the Yankees get Chris Bassett? I mean, they do need pitching. I just, huh, well, I know. You, you know, they, they could have, they could have used Adam Adovino. They could have used, uh, they could have used uh, Vince Velasquez. Heck, they could have used Joe Kelly for that matter. Well, apparently uh, they looked at Rodone's medical and uh, who else? So I, I just, I don't oh, God, this is going to be so much fun. I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> well, look, at, there's one thing that I think we can do is I think it's a surefire bet that all of New Yorkers are going to be loving the trade that brought in Josh Donaldson and... Who was the other one? Oh, uh, uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I mean, why bring in Correa when you can bring in Isaiah Kiner-Falefa? Why get the best when the 14th best is available? But uh, you know what? That's that's what the game is. You got to make. You got to. You got to take a chance. You got to roll the dice. You got to make a bet. And if you're going to make any bets, go to Bet Online, which remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. From all the latest odds, contests, player props, Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports. Betting needs and info. It's not just basketball, which I didn't mention earlier. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, folks, let me tell you a little bit about what I'm going to do right now. We continued our conversation, and then H-Town Wheelhouse of Locked On Astros joined in, and we went on a big, long tangent. So what I decided to do was to split this episode in two. So we're dropping this part of the episode late on the 13th of March, and we're going to drop part two early in the morning of the 14th of March. So you're going to have a pair of episodes. It's like we're breaking it into two 
bonus episodes. We'll continue talking about some of the moves. I figure it was a good clean break right there. So want to thank Ethan Smith. want to thank Stacey Gatsoulias. You can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for making it your first listen. Follow Ethan at Lockdown Pirates. Follow Stacy at Lockdown Yankees. And we continue our conversation on the next episode, which you're going to see in your podcasting catcher. And we're available for free on all your podcasting networks. Talking about the crazy trade with Ethan Smith of Lockdown Pirates and Stacey Katsuyas of Lockdown Yankees. This has been Lockdown MLB for the 13th day of March, 2022. Our host Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.